Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, Kaylin Patterson, Midwest Muscle P4P Real Talk in the house. And this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in all of the world. And if you are looking for a solid foundation to stand on and a vehicle to drive your goals like a Mac truck through ice cream, check us out at P4PMuscle.com. And now let's get this chit-chatter with a banter. Desiree is not with us tonight. She's uh, celebrating her son's 21st birthday, so she's got the night off. But we have a great idea that's brought to me off of our last show we had with uh, Jack Halverson. Not the previous show, but the last time we had Jack Halverson on the show. And people have noticed that some promoters have been switching organizations. And the question is, how can they be, or I'm sorry, this is from Jacob. Jacob has sent the question asking, you know, what's so special about promoters that keep jumping to different organizations? Which is a valid question. So I figured, you know, since I had time, uh, Daz wouldn't be on the show to join me, so she wouldn't have to take any of the flack, but I can definitely take all of the hits and whatever you have coming my way because I've actually had a chance to get to know a lot of these promoters and see what makes them special for both the organizations, the competitors, the fans, and anyone else who follows natural bodybuilding. And I thought, well, who better to respond than somebody that's actually been behind the scenes for almost a decade? So it's it's something that you have to consider when competing, uh, something you should consider when competing, and that is, you know, if you're going to pick a show that you're going to basically spend half your year getting ready for, then it dang well better be one that you'll have fun and good memories of. So without any further ado, what makes a special promoter? What makes a promoter special? And that basically is passion. The person that is passionate about what they do always seems to seize a better way to do it. Uh, I don't know any sport that I didn't love, that I didn't strive to be even better. And uh, for me, I always seem to do well in uh, team sports. And because of that, I was always trying to improve to basically increase the team, uh, have the teammates be better in some way, shape, or form. I noticed that good promoters are basically of the same ilk, and they push incredibly hard to get better with their shows, better ideas, better things going on. So here's a list, no special order, just out of name and recognition that I can remember. And I'm pulling these off the top of my head. I did not, and and I intentionally did not do this for the very reason that you don't rate a promoter in ranking because they all have their own individual specialities that they bring to promotion as well as to competition. So the first one I can talk to is one that's near and dear to my heart, and that's just because I've been a part of it uh, for so long. And uh, surprise, surprise, it's not people be undefeated. It is the Chi-Town Showdown. This is the first time where I had seen a promoter that basically gave his heart and the family basically followed suit and did the same thing. That's Joe and Heather Perez and the Perez family. They've done everything possible they were the first to bring in the unique uh, trophies 
uh, I am sorry that they, uh, the one that I had won, <laughs> it was broken by a gentleman who basically uh, thought they were something else and tried to play with it and ended up uh, breaking it. So uh, that's another story. But anywho, they bring everything possible to a show, and they make sure that all the athletes from top to bottom are well-addressed, uh, give them the best chance to uh, present their families, uh, you know, their best that they have on stage, as well as with photo opportunities. I mean, it, it's just everything you could think of. So what would make a, that show more than special, no matter what organization it's attached to, is the promoter. And that's Joe and Heather Perez. They do an excellent job of doing their due diligence before, during, and after. And that's one of the things that makes a great promoter and makes a great show. So, you know, if, if you're basically watching people that are, are traveling uh, all these distances, you definitely want to see them present their very best as much as possible, because like I said, these competitors are spending months and months and months, uh, some of them even years, uh, preparing for a show. And if they don't leave with fond memories, there's not much support after that for the promoter to do it. And I know that Joe and and Heather have uh, returned competitors, myself included, because it's just so well run and so well addressed that uh, you just can't overlook them. Uh, another one would be John Abraham. You know, I, I think any organization would be blessed to have him, but he, he resides with the NGA. And this is another great promoter who addresses all facets of uh, competition because, like Joe, he's a former competitor, and he basically lays his heart out there each and every time for the shows that are happening. And it's just wonderful to see that someone gives so much with the intent of just basically having the competitor be treated like a competitor and having a chance to give their best, show their best, and present their best in front of uh, family, friends, and loved ones. So, you know, if if you have this kind of uh, passion going forth, you're going to have a lot of people that, you know, leave with a lot of good feelings. And John Abraham has been one of the best year after year after year. Uh, then you go to Ryan Irwin, John and Becky Arnold. Uh, you know, as I know, Fred Roulette has been uh, taking a step back from promoting, but he, he had been doing his best, and all of the, all the names I just mentioned are great and wonderful people. And, and, and when I say people, they, they do everything with the intent for the sport to grow, but also for the athletes to grow as well, because I don't think one can go and grow without the other. So when you have that in mind, there's a lot that goes into it. And I think, you know, because they're so good at what they do, a lot of it tends to be overlooked. But if you're going year after year after year and you're getting better and better and better and the athletes and the competition is improving, that means that something is going well and going going very well, I should say, in the, in the promoters as well as how they address the, the athletes. So this is something that, you know, you can't overlook. It, it's a lot of times, like I said, because they can spoil us, that we don't give them their just due as far as what they're doing. 
And uh, they, they're very good at what they do. They hone their craft. They know what it takes. They, they do seminars. They're doing each and everything. This is coming from the promoter. And you just didn't see things like this back in the day. I know John and Becky have been doing this for a long time, but this is something that was uncommon. And I was shocked that uh, something like this was going on because basically it was kind of a, it seemed more like a play it by ear kind of deal. And then you see the, the, the benefits of what's been happening. You know, they invested in the athletes. They gave the time to the athletes. And then the athletes basically got better and better year after year. Uh, Keith Hunter is another one where you just see just remarkable adaptation and also a remarkable improvement as the years have gone by just because of their personal sacrifices and passion for the sport. So, you know, when you have promoters that are doing their job, this is real talk, so I'm going to just say it. You know, it doesn't really matter what uh, organization they're attached to because they're putting their heart and soul into their promotion and their show. So it's a win-win for the organization as well as the competitor. And I, I think we need to start looking at promoters as much more than than what they're being presented to and how they're being viewed. So if uh, we're not acknowledging them for the hard work they do because we don't feel that we were placed where we should, the fact that there's even a show to compete in should be something we should be mindful of and understanding. And I can tell you as a competitor, there's times where I think I play tired, but that has nothing to do with the presentation and the promotion. That just means the show didn't go my way at that time. There's organizations that have different looks. So that might draw the promoter to a different thing, or they might have a different view of where that organization is going, but the passion remains. And I think we should start looking at that fully and understanding just what's being asked by a promoter year after year after year, setting a date for a venue, setting the, the time, setting the, the format, the outlook, you know, the, the, the trophies, the presentation. There's so much that goes into that, and they're still willing to do it year after year after year. Earl Snyder, I wanted another great uh, promoter, basically could fit in any organization simply because of how he goes about taking care of business. These things are needed and necessary. So when you have uh, promoters that are doing uh, different, you know, organizations, that's uh, by choice, but it's also with the understanding that they're looking for something that they're not quite fluid. So, you know, I look at it like going from a different job yeah, you might have the background in, in a certain, uh, I guess the best way for me to say it, uh, job criteria. You might have a better fit at one place than another. You know, you might, might and you might still have the same uh, job production, but it might be for a different criteria that you're looking for. Organizations have a certain look, have a certain feel, and a certain judging criteria. And if it doesn't fit that promoter, the passion doesn't leave them. They might just need to find an organization that fits a little bit better because if they're wanting a vision of the future for natural bodybuilding, they have plenty of organizations to find it. And if they find that right match, then they'll probably settle down and, and keep going year after year. 
but the, the fact that they're not quitting and they're coming back to do, you know, another promotion, another show, another whatever, they're still here. And we need to look at that fully. And, you know, I'm, guys, I, I know you got some questions, but just hear me out. Just hear me out. This isn't uh, – I don't, I don't want to get into a debate. I, I really don't want to get into a debate about it because this is something that we need to to know and address. And if we feel that uh, everybody's screwing up and, you know, as long as they keep doing this, that, whatever, that they're failing, I say they're not. And the reason I say this is because they are doing their job. They are promoting and they are sticking around in the sport when it seems like year after year after year, more and more people are complaining simply because they don't win. I know I would get fed up with it, but for some reason they have a deeper passion with promoting than I do. I have a passion for promoting the industry, and I have a passion for promoting sport, but there's a lot of negativity that I think doesn't need to be in the sport at all. And, you know, like I said, I'll say it 100 times over. There's just some people that don't need to compete because they're not really in competition. They're more in it for winning. And I know there's a drive to win, but if you don't win, it shouldn't be the end of the world. And I know that uh, we all have to go to our own profession after we step off the stage. And if you're talking about being utterly destroyed and basically personally attacking individuals or attacking organizations, then, you know, basically you don't have to compete in that organization. But you don't have to sit there and attack the promoter as if they somehow have some singular vendetta going after you. So, you know, we, we we can have good promoters, and if they're going to different organizations to find a unique look or style or, or something that fits them just a little bit better, then so be it. Because at the end of the day, they're still a promoter, and they still have that passion to promote. So, you know, let them do what they're going to do until they find the identity that works best with them. How many of us have found jobs and you say, well, you know, I like the profession, but I just don't feel like this job is the right fit for me. You're not a quitter. You just understand that you're not happy and you found a place that could better fit, you know, your, your goals, your needs, and your vision for the future of your life. And that's all that these promoters are doing. So, you know, they're not jumping around with the intent to have their way. They're just saying they want to do what they've got to do to have their vision of what natural bodybuilding is. And I don't think that's asking too much for somebody that's investing so much of their lives into it. If you step on stage, you have a vision of what you should be looking like and what you're going to do. And if you turn out to be just a little different than what you expected, that doesn't mean you failed. That just means your body is addressing everything that you've done to it, and you you have to go with what's left and how you look. The promoters are doing the very same thing. They have a vision of what they want to see in the future, what they want, how they want their show to run, and if it takes a different organization to get it, then they should have every right to do it. I mean, like as long as the drug testing is, is, is solid, as long as natural athletes are competing at natural shows, I'm happy. Because at the end of the day, it's the promoter that does the heart and soul of what's happening. And if they're pushing for a better standard, a better look, a better view of natural bodybuilding, a more clear understanding, 
then I feel they have every right to do so. So I'll, I'll take one question. I mean, this is a pretty decent one, and I'll, I'll go with it. But uh, let's not basically try to find fault because I, I know a lot of us, like I said, if we're not winning on stage, we have a personal grudge against an organization or a promoter or sometimes both. But let's keep that in mind that if you didn't win, it's nothing against you. It's just the fact that you didn't win. And we shouldn't take it so personal when there's so many other people competing. I know when we've had, uh, when I played sports, you know, if we had tournaments, there was a good chance there's 16, 17 teams involved. And that doesn't mean that they're picking one team to win simply because they think that is the team that should win. And I don't know any promoter or any organization that has set about having it that way, even though people might have seen it that way. I just haven't seen it personally, so I can't say I know for a fact that this happened. I've seen times where there's some questions, especially in the judges, but that was maybe a gaffe or somebody just not being familiar with the criteria. But as far as saying there are personal vendettas against single out individuals, I have yet to see that happen. Okay, I'm going to take this one from Jesse. And Jesse is asking about, you know, which one, if there, which organization best suits, you know, the competitors. And like I said, this is not a, a deflection from what I've been saying earlier. This is an understanding that as a competitor, we should be doing more research. We should be more aware of what the, the, the organization is expecting and what the criteria is for that organization because it varies from organization to organization. That doesn't mean that sometimes, you know, things don't can go astray. There might be a change in criteria from last year to this year, or there might be an addition. And I know with the, the men's classic physique, there's some different criteria, so please do your research. And like I said, that's not a deflection from the question. That's just an understanding that it varies from organization to organization. So if you have a certain look, check out what the organizations are expecting to be first place on stage and see if you best match up to it. That's not cheating. That's just realizing this is what is expected. If you know the out-of-bounds line and and you know not to go out-of-bounds and somebody didn't know that there was an out-of-bounds line, that that gives you an upper hand because they just simply weren't doing their research or what's expected what's supposed to happen. So, you know, there's a lot that goes on, an awful lot that goes on. But you have to understand that nothing is directed at you as an individual. It's directed at you as a competitor. I mean, if I had played sports all the time and expected to win every single game, that would almost be an insane way to look at it because you can be sick at some games, You can be down at some games. You can have family matters that can take away your focus at some games and still expect to win. That's not how it works. You have up days, you have down days, and you have days where you barely squeak by. Same thing in the sport of natural bodybuilding. But that doesn't mean that a promoter, because they're jumping organizations, is saying, you know, that they don't like you and they're trying to get away from you. And I know that's an extreme version of it, but that's just an idea. Of, of how bad some of the comments have been in social media. And it's also when people basically aren't uh, happy with you, 
let's be honest, there's, you're not going to please everybody all the time. But uh, attacking promoters it just just doesn't work. Let's be honest. Uh, they're they're giving their heart and souls to this, and we don't want to basically chide them for basically presenting us something with uh, something a lot of us didn't even know about, and that was natural bodybuilding, real natural bodybuilding, not natural bodybuilding in name only. So let's get with a couple of other names. I know we have Lee Anderson. We have uh, now, now we've got uh, Christopher Word. Cat uh, Fit, she's doing her thing now. So, you know, we, we'll see, you know, that their their passion has been around for a long time and they're just looking for a better way to present that passion and, and, and make the sport better. So if you have these kind of people that are stepping up and year after year they're finding new ways to address the natural athlete, then for me, an organization is really just a name. You know, but the person that lives behind the, the, the uniform is the one that should matter more. And if they don't, then we're not looking at a humanity as a whole, because there's something that's driving that that human, that name, that person behind the uniform, that name behind the tag. And if it's driving them to do better, then we should be much more supportive of it. And it's not asking much for you to basically throw your your, your name in, in, into the, the fold to help and support them. If, if you're loving natural bodybuilding as much as we say, then we should be posting more, speaking more, and sharing more about the natural industry. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's people that are attached to these organizations. And if you can't see the person, then you're not understanding the, the bigger picture of what's going on. And, uh, you know, I... I hope in the future that we can be more mature with how we speak about our fellow human beings and understand that just like we hurt when people speak against us, that they can hurt too when they're giving so much. And I don't want to run somebody in the ground for doing what they love. I I can't imagine... You know, if, if there's one person where I, I mess up at the gym and I don't don't turn the heat on in time to have the gym warm enough for the people to enter the building in the morning, and for the rest of the day I got to hear about how this gym sucks because they don't know how to keep a hot gym or keep uh, the room temperature in the gym. It, it just it seems pointless to even want to do it at all if that's all that I'm going to constantly be hearing because everyone is so afraid to speak up against, you know, this kind of ignorance. So, you know, let's let's just be careful. Let's be more mindful because we have great, great promoters in this industry. And I know uh, Brian McCabe has been putting his heart and soul into in promoting for a lot of years. And, and he's giving his all. And I, I can always have much love and respect for him for, you know, what he's done with working with the children that don't even, didn't even know about natural bodybuilding, didn't know about bodybuilding at all. And he opened his doors to make sure that they can be more than welcome. So this is not a mistake that these people are good promoters. They worked really hard doing so. So, you know, we got to be more supportive of the sport and we got to be more supportive of our good promoters. Because they do make shows worth going to. And, you know, like 
it's all aspects of it, you know, as far as the promoting, as far as the competitor, as far as the audience, as far as the expediters. You know, that, that, it takes an awful lot to make this happen. And when you try to speak against them simply because they're not in your organization or not affiliated or connected with you or, or maybe something riled you up, whatever, it's still a fellow promoter that's doing something for the natural industry. And like I said, my only glitch with uh, the, that promotion is basically when they are not uh, addressing the natural athlete, they're still letting the enhanced do it. Then I have a big problem with that. And so far, I haven't seen any of the good promoters basically jumping ship and going with people that are basically wanting to do away with the the drug testing or things of that nature that take, that would take away the natural bodybuilding standard and uh, moral level that we're 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 trying to get to. So when you're uh, looking at this, please be more supportive of our promoters. Be more supportive of the natural industry. And more supportive of yourself, because if you're a natural athlete, then, hey, you're only taking care of yourself by taking care of the people that are making sure we have that venue to step on, that stage to step on. I mean, like, uh, it can't be our way or we can't support it. I mean, like, I look at how many people that are on our, or that listen to our radio show and just the vast numbers that never plan to step on stage, but they're very supportive of us and very supportive of the athletes that do. Without an audience, what are we showing? Without competitors, you know, what is the promoter doing? So if you have good promoters, why run them in the ground? Support them. Well, they're not with an organization you like, but they're still promoters, and they're still out there. And they're still doing what we have yet to do, and that's promote a show. So, you know, you, you, you need journalists. You need hosts for Midwest Monster. You need hosts for P4P Real Talk. And then you need promoters for us to have real talk about. But you don't bash them to where they don't even want to do it anymore simply because you're unhappy with whatever. They're still giving their hearts and souls just like you want to give your heart and soul to compete, then realize that there's many facets that cover the world of natural bodybuilding. And you're just a part. And I'm just a part. We all make it special. But to say the identity of natural bodybuilding is the organization is a lie because it's people that have to promote. If you all you have is an organization and no venue, then what do you have? You know? I just think that everybody can do better. I think that everybody should do better. And I think we all all have our own unique identity. And some of them are just a little bit bigger in scope, but not in value. If if you don't show up, then there's no show. If a show's not promoted, then there's no show. But you don't knock the people that are doing their best. If they make some missteps, 
then message them. You don't have to blast them on social media. Send them a message. Screenshot it if you have to. You know, to let them know that you said it. But I've seen some of these messages that we send, and there's nothing constructive, there's nothing productive, and there's not really any value other than you pouring out your heart and disgust in language that you wouldn't write to any job or for an interview. And yet we seem to think that they should be okay with hearing this kind of speech. And they are, you know, just can just bounce, have those comments bounce right off of them like they're Tesla. They're human beings. And they do an awful lot to make sure that we can do everything that we plan to do during our competitive times on stage. There's great, great people. Uh, the legend himself, Bill Ricard. you, you got to love where he's coming from. And we should be more out there in support of them, not just when their show's coming up, but just basically speaking word of mouth at our different gyms and around the family members that we know that really want to get into health and fitness. Because they've been doing year after year after year. And they've been amazing doing it. And we should be that same kind of person just covering our end of the deal as competitors, as coaches, as nutritionists. One spot that's weak needs to be strengthened up, and we're just the people to do it. And if you don't see yourself as part of that, then maybe you're in the wrong sport. And that's what I wanted to say. Des, I know, I know you're having fun, and great job for everybody that's getting ready for this year, and don't give up on yourself. Kaylin Patterson, P4P Mill. Midwest Muscle, real talk up in here. We are.